Hi, Shan. My name is Barbara, and I don't know if you talked about this on your channel, but I was wondering, what is your opinion on a long-distance relationship? I'm in a similar situation where I met this great human being overseas, and unfortunately, our time was cut short. We've been talking since we've met, and it's going to be about a month, but I just can't help the fact that there is this underlying uncertainty because... We haven't really set, like, a date to see each other, but we still really want to talk with each other because we enjoy each other's conversations and company, and I don't know if this is someone that could be, like, the one, and I know that there's always this magical fantasy behind meeting someone overseas, so I really want to know what is your take. Hi there, Barbara. What a great question on long-distance love. This is one of those questions that's been beaten into death, like RIP this question. But we still keep asking it because it's very intriguing. Um, so there's a million advice out there on what you should do in long-distance relationships. And, of course, technology has made this insurmountably simpler because you can FaceTime and you can Skype. You can get this essence of having a real partner. There's even sex toys that you can have that your partner can program remotely or not program, but they can control remotely. So it gets the feeling of while you're sexting or if you're doing sex Skyping and, of course, if you're above age. But while you're doing that, um, that it can be your partner who's controlling the movement, which gives that same sense of uh, satisfaction in a way because you're doing something that's providing pleasure as opposed to just watching somebody give themselves pleasure. Nonetheless, I... Don't know if there's any good answer to this um, question other than, if it's good, what's the damn problem? You know, like, why do we have to look at every experience? Like, is this all or nothing? Rather than, this is really enjoyable in the moment. I'm enjoying the fantasy. I'm enjoying this time. I'm having the feelings that it's bringing up. Maybe the art that I'm creating as a result of this very powerful feeling is super beautiful. But... I don't have certainty around it. And I was having this conversation with someone I was talking to on Skype today that the whole idea of certainty is just one mass illusion. It's just this lie that we're all trying to get to. It's the North Pole, and we're going to show up, and Santa Claus is not going to be there. Because at any given moment, we could explode. I could be having this call with you right now, and I could experience an aneurysm, and that would be the end. That's not grim. That's just reality. Now, the probability of it happening is probably very slim. Nonetheless, there is no such thing as certainty. You're never going to know for sure. You have to take every moment as is, take it in stride. Now, I do suggest people who are in relationships that the probability of success is low and the actual engagement, the transaction itself is not pleasurable, then why are you gambling on a perhaps that, again, is not even existent? So if you weren't enjoying it and you find yourself feeling sick, it's distracting you from other things, it's disallowing you to, from creating the kind of relationships that do serve you, then I would say ultimately, you know, even if it is a good person, you guys don't live in the same continent, I assume. There's probably not plans on either one of your ends to make that massive move. And it can be very difficult to try to navigate that and to work on this idea that maybe we will or maybe we won't see each other again not to have a concrete date in mind even if you do have a date so you see each other and then what it just um there's always going to be that and then what to it so i would just say as long as you're enjoying it enjoy it 
Find a way to do it in a healthy way that's not going to make you obsessive, clingy, uh, and of course, vice versa to each partner. But that brings out the best. And I think a relationship, that's the goal, is to really have a great experience, learn something new about yourself, and bring something new out of yourself. And if this can do that in a safe way that still prioritizes what's important to you in your real life right now, don't trip. Don't trip. Don't stress about what will or will not happen. Um... But yeah, I absolutely ask that person what their style of love is. What is their love language? If it's physical touch, I may not try to make that a primary partnership because you may find that it's not sustainable. If their love language on the flip side is just quality time, again, it can be a lot of people enjoy digital quality time. A friend of mine was in a long distance relationship. It was like, first of all, like two hours away, but still they, they never saw each other. And they were FaceTimers for like eight hours a day. Like, that just wouldn't function for Shannon Boudram. I, the phone irritates me really quickly. Like, I hate even being on it this long. So, I'm a physical touch love language person. So, long distance as a primary relationship wouldn't work for me. But, I definitely have had long distance connections. And there are still people that I am connected with uh, emotionally that don't live in this continent. And I don't plan on moving there and vice versa. But, I, do I enjoy checking in with them? Do I enjoy watching their story and talking to them once in a while? Absolutely. But I do it in a way that doesn't jeopardize what matters to me in my home um, and, of course, what matters to me in my immediate life. And it almost is an escape in a way. I would say that. That um, a long-distance relationship, when it's not the primary relationship, can act as a really nice escape. But again, I don't really know. If you are, again, if, you're, if you're quality, your love language is quality time or words of affirmation, it can really definitely work. And if your partner's on the same page, it can work. And you guys just have to prioritize to make a lot of digital time together. But enjoy it. That's the final word. That was Kalani Escape, just setting the intention forward. That's like, look, I don't want you to lose yourself looking for me. I'm just really trying to be your escape. That little vacation sometimes that you go to. And I honestly feel like if all relationships in a bizarre way could be looked at like that, I think it would be a positive thing. My partner uh, definitely is an escape to me. Whenever I get back to my room, for example, he's who I call to download my day on. He just knows the real me, um, and it is an escape. So whether or not that escape is something where it's like we have separate lives and when we come together, it's almost our own world, or we share a life and we still have our own little secret world within our shared world. But I, I think it's kind of a, a neat way of thinking about things. So I'm going to ask the homework time for everybody. How did you manage a long-distance relationship? I think we've all pretty much been in one, whether it's a long-distance friendship or a long-distance family relationship, but what was some successful tools that you used to manage a long-distance relationship? I'm trying to help our caller out, so help her, help me help her, and also help yourself in the process by talking out loud, which is very therapeutic. So again, how? what are your best tips for managing a successful long-distance relationship? Hello, Sean Booty. What's up? Chris Dell here, co-host of Family Feud Sports on the Go Baller FFS station here on Anchor. Just wanted to say shout out to your station, and I love the uh, just real talk that you're putting out. And um, I know it's a far away away from sports of what you're talking about, but uh, I do really love your voice overall and just the kind of introspective and insights you're giving on this channel. And to be honest, I want to learn a little bit more and kind of open myself to maybe learning some things that I might never have thought of in the past uh, just from hearing someone like yourself. So awesome station, awesome content. Uh, love to hear more. 
personally, the whole long distance relationship for me has never really worked out. I've tried doing it online digitally, but the, the kind of that personal touch and that human interaction is missing, whether it's spending time together or physical or both. Um, and I just too many things to focus on in life, you know, <laughs> have a good one. Happy Labor Day. I think the key to long distance relationship is communication. The relationship that I'm in now started off as long distance because he was in the military. So we started writing letters back and forth. Then once he got internet access, we would use Facebook Messenger and then FaceTiming. Even when we were in different time zones, we'd make sure we were we set a, a set aside a time to talk, and we would just talk about our day, talk about everything that was going on to keep each other updated. So, as long as you're in it for the long haul, you just have to communicate with each other to make it work. Even though not seeing each other sucks, eventually you're gonna see each other, so it'll be fine. Just think about that. Hey Shan, this is Erica, and I just wanted to make a comment on um, the long distance relationship part of the conversation. I was in a, a long distance relationship for like six years, and I was in it for about three and a half years before I met my partner in person because I lived here in the U.S. and he lived in Nigeria. But the best way for us to keep the relationship strong was making time to do the video chats, making time for the phone calls and, you know, communicating on how we were going to communicate throughout the day. Um, until I met him, uh, I met him three, three years later and we met in person and our, it was like our connection was so strong. And um, I would just suggest making a plan, plan times, plan dates that works best.